Hi, Tom Paragudoff here from Apollo Silver Corp. A uh, new uh, US-based uh, silver story that I want to talk to you guys about today. A uh, new company completed a big financing in July and uh, we're just getting our feet in the ground and away to the races. Tom, good to see you. We've not good met, met or spoken, but I know a lot of your board members and advisors. Uh, you've assembled the A-team. We have. What's the plan? Well, look at, um, you know, around the plan, we've now got the assets put together. Uh, focus on, is on the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, we put together some uh, tremendous resources down there, uh, bought off Pan American and the neighboring uh, property off a, another private holder. Uh, so for us now, focus on declaring the resource. Uh, and looking for that sort of uh, uh, revaluation re that we'll get when we get that resource declaration done. Right. T to what end? Because it's a slightly, slightly different model. You're not an explorer, right? Look at we, and I think that's one of the keys of this opportunity is the fact that it is not an early stage exploration project. We've inherited about 44,000 meters of drilling and the associated results uh, at Waterloo and Langtree, and those are the silver projects in, in, in California. No, so for us, it's about get that resource declared and start moving into pre-feasibility. So it's really a development story. Pre-fees, okay. So you're, you're an old news story. Look, we're, <laughs> you know, everybody says, why don't you do a, a PEA? Uh, yeah. And look, at maybe we will. Um, I've always found that uh, PEAs, um, the market is starting to, uh, I think, look at PEAs a little bit jaded these days. Uh, and I, I, yes, it allows us to talk about economics, but at the end of the day, I think advancing and getting the funding and moving forward into pre-fees is the right way. So to there's do. no thing. People say when when um, companies skip a few stages in terms of the studies and the and, and, and the you know the ensuing data that comes with it, yeah. it's problematic. You're saying PEA doesn't have the the kudos it once was, plus or minus 30% in terms of the, the numbers. So what's, what's the point? Okay. What's the point? Right. We'll come back to that. You've got, the, you've got something which you want to put, sorry, you want to advance this resource to a size and a scale where you can yeah. do something yeah. with it. Yeah. Again, people would usually come on the show and they go, hey, I've got an old 4311 from 2013. We're just going to Dust it off. Off. It'll be fine. No problem. Sure. Right? Sure. You, you know, we hear that a lot. So sure. what's, what's different in your case? Look at the difference in our case is the confidence we have in the database that we've inherited. Okay. Uh, Stantec, who will be our independent group for our uh, maiden resource declaration, have come in and they have declared to us they don't need any more drilling, they don't need any more reassaying, that they are comfortable declaring that maiden resource on the data set that we have inherited. Well, give, me, give me more on that one. If you're paying their bills, they're going to say what you want, aren't they? No. Mm -mm. They are only one of about six or seven different groups that we have spoken to. Uh, and some of them not in the running for the, the work, but the advice has been because of the Sarco, which was the original group that uh, did the work and made the discovery back in the late 70s, Pan American then did a bunch of redrilling and resampling and dragged their 44,000 meters of, of results into the modern era. Right. The groups have turned around and said, your database is, is, uh, is, is good. Uh, so it's going to save us a lot of capital uh, on redrilling uh, it's, and allow us to redeploy that capital on resource expansion opportunities. But I think more importantly in today's day and age is we're not going to be beholden to the assay labs, which 
in case you don't know, people are waiting 14 to 16 weeks for turnaround yeah, of assays. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we had going into this thought that we'd be declaring this resource probably third quarter of 2022. Uh, Stantec have just come back and said, no, January, February timeframe. Okay. So, uh, saves a lot of money. Saves a lot of money. Saves a lot of money. It saves a lot of time. Okay. And talking of time, could you have timed it better? 2021 wasn't what the precious metal market uh, was expected to be, you know, in terms of printing money, Uh the the world economy uh, should have been the time for precious metals. Uh, That surprised you a bit? Look, it does. And it, you know, I'm not going to try and predict the, the relationship between precious metals and, uh, and macroeconomics. I will say this, in a span of five days in July of this year, we built the book to 90 million. We cut everybody back and raised $52 million. So for us, the timing was quite good. I think looking forward, you saw in October, uh, numbers came out. 6% inflation in the US. Haven't seen that in 30 to 40 years. Uh, when you look at the industrial applications of silver, uh, in the greening of the economy, you, you can't build, you want solar panels, you need silver. Uh, electronics, uh, high-tech type applications because of the conductive properties of, of silver. I think planets are aligning for silver moving forward. And you know, I think our timing is superb. I think, yeah, I think the utility of silver is, is obviously suggests that demand will be there, which, yeah. is, which, is all, which is all good news, given it's a kind of erratic history. Yeah. Um, but so your view is we were able to raise money quite easily. That's got to be, like I mentioned earlier, the A team came to play here. That's what they're backing. What are they backing in terms of the, what you're going to do with it? Okay. So you've got you to start good quality data, sure. but so what? Look, what they're backing, uh, I think, is, a, is the risk profile of the project. They understand that it is not an early stage discovery risk. It's a resource conversion and permitting risk. They understand the resource conversion risk, and they're comfortable that the right. A-team is going to manage that. Okay. When it comes to the permitting risk, a lot of people out that I'm sure you speak with look at California and don't understand California. Everybody thinks Napa Valley. Okay. Well, th- th- they think two things. They think... Uh, there's a lot of historic mining yeah. and anti-mining, and they don't know where to sit. That, right? So, yeah. so what, what's the yeah. truth? Yeah, look, the truth, as, as anything, is a bit more nuanced than those two end members, okay? And it very much depends where in California you are. We're in San Bernardino County. Mm-hmm. San Bernardino has more operating mines than any other county in the continental U.S., okay? Now, granted, a number of those are aggregate Cal Portland for cement, Mitsubishi, et cetera, et cetera. But the fact remains, they are familiar at the county level with resource development. Okay. Uh, and very supportive of it. Okay. So supportive at, uh, at, at a state level? Yeah, uh, at a county level. At a county level, and, but state level, very you know, variable. At, uh, look at a manageable. Um, you know, there's no doubt that the California uh, politics are, you know, as we in Canada say, blue. Uh, yeah. But we are, uh, we're in San Bernardino. It's a very, very conservative part of the state and it's yeah. very red. Okay. And so we're building, we will build on that support. When we start to engage with uh, at, the, at the state level, right. we'll, we'll leverage that support. Okay. And, and where, where does silver sit in terms of the, the, the Biden? Critical green, mineral. Uh, well, critical mineral, green minerals, et cetera, yep. because it's like we yep. want it, but not in our backyard. So it's, it's, 
we can that's a good that's conversation for another day but yeah. as far as you know the approach that biden is trying to uh uh trying to to, to 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 sort of drive through you know look at the end of the day as we all know the greenest mineral is the mineral you find in your own backyard mm-hmm. all right you don't have the associated you know costs of, of and you know if you're going to be shipping in raw materials from around the world well somebody's got to pay for that and somebody's going to be buying the the diesel to put in those ships so i you know i think that the i think the us will come to realize um that they can't be beholden uh to other states to provide these critical minerals f- as they look to green their economy right so Talk, talk to me about the share register. You raise the money easy, cut yeah. everyone back. Yeah. Sounds great, yeah. right? Yeah. But you need, a, you need a bit of volatility. You need a- sure. You got to make a market. You got to make a market. Absolutely. So, so, so where do those shareholders sit now? What's the, what's the split? So look, at right now, uh, the registry looks roughly uh, about uh, 28% institutions. Names okay. like Sprott, Jupiter, who uh, you guys will be familiar with. Yeah. Some very big uh, ha- names that are happy to hold and support stories. We've got about eighteen uh, percent in the hands of the insiders, Andy Bowering, people like uh, Simon, myself. Uh, the, the the management have been behind the story, uh, and we've got about a third, roughly thirty percent, in the retail hands. Okay, okay. so North uh, American. Primarily Canada, we are opening up in the U.S. And the right. plan, you know, down the road is to look at uplisting on the uh, NYSE. That would make a lot of sense. It does because it's a U.S. story. Yeah. We went into this thinking it was going to be attractive to U.S. institutions and retail. And look, I can tell you that, you know, that that has proven to be correct so far. Very, the, the institutions love it. Uh, and the retail are starting to get exposure to it. And, and they, they, they like the story. Okay, so um, let, let's let's talk about what you're going to be doing with that money because, like I say, it's, it's a nice chunk of change. Sure, uh, you raise it at a nice price. Yep. Uh, we, we, yeah, and you've seen some some movement there in the market as well. It's great news. So, how, how you how you advocating that you spend that today in this market, leading into whatever it is that you're trying to deliver, sure. deliver next year? Look at uh, big the, the 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 majority of our our, our working capital, which is about sixteen and a half million right now, um, is going to be focused on the Calico uh, projects, which is Waterloo and Langtree, and it's going to be on it, doing the drilling to do some resource expansion. And to actually also move the resource from what I think will be a mixture of indicated and inferred when we get that maiden declaration out, and advancing that into measured and indicated, um, (coughs) which is going to take drilling. So, you know, in the back of our minds, we've got sort of 15 to to 20,000 meters Mm -hmm. of drilling set aside for that activity. The other uh, big component of the project is going to be metallurgy. Yeah. Um, so we've got a, we're, we're planning a metallurgical program. We'll be taking some uh, uh, samples either through surface trenching. Uh, there's a lot of historic workings that we may try and uh, access if, if we can do it safely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and potentially some large diameter uh, drilling to get the samples uh, because that's going to be one of the other key technical aspects of the project. Right. And so, so talk to me about the timing of, of okay, you talked about early, let's say Q1. Q, sure. Q1. Okay. Sure. The, the, which, which, is all, which is all good news. Um, straight into PFS. Are you accelerating the PFS? Are there shortcuts there, or you, you we, we now start to follow the no, the rules? No. no. <laughs> when did a preliminary economic assessment become a rule? I'm with you. Don't build a mine on a PEA, but um, no. Look, uh, yeah, we, we, we there are certain technical 
risks that you can only mitigate with a fairly uh, thought out, tried, true type approach. Okay. Yeah. Uh, look on the metallurgical side. Um, the last metallurgy that was done at the project was 40 years ago. Now, I'm not a metallurgist, but I can't help but think in 40 years, certain technologies have advanced a little bit. Uh, so we'll do a lot of work in that space. Um, and, you know, the drilling, you're not, it, it, it takes as long as it takes. So, but there aren't delays at the moment. So in course some sense, you know, it's and we're not going to try and take any shortcuts. Um, right. You know, look at uh, we don't we don't have to. We really don't. Um, again, because the the, the the discovery part of the process has been completed. You know, normally that's anywhere between two and five years before you get right. that resource declared. Well, that's in our rearview mirror. Right. That's even if you make a discovery, and right? that's if you make a discovery. Yeah. So, exactly. so you, you kind of shortcut the process at the uh, at the beginning, which is great news. Um, you probably saved time and money in doing that. That's also good news. Yeah. Um, but you are going to be more conventional moving forward. Yeah. And you know, look at um, there's still a debate that's going to be had at the board level around whether we go forward with a PEA or whether we just move straight into pre fees. Yeah. And the two aren't mutually exclusive. Sure. You know, the work that uh, is going on to do your PA is generally take the resource and it's a lot of desktop type work. Well, I can still be out there doing the drilling I need to uh, advance the resource as well as get the additional metallurgical sample. Yeah, I think it's an interesting debate to have in internally about, you know, how sure you are. Because we, we've seen companies try and skip the PEA stage and it's cost them further down the line, yeah. right? But yeah. I, I get you've got a bit more certainty around the data that you, you, you've got here yeah. and you feel and with the team and their track record, yeah. you probably feel you've got permission to do so. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you're over here. You're having a few meetings. Yeah. Yeah. It's a busy couple this of days. Conference across the road. The the, the, the champion named. That shan't be named. Are they uh, busy? Has, has everyone shown you know, up? Uh, look at uh, I. You know, it's been two years since yeah. I've been to it. So I, I'd I, be I, running I, and screaming and kicking to get there yeah. after two years. So I, I, I've got to tell you that uh, it looks it looks fairly well attended. Yes. I'm I'm glad. I my dance card is full, which is for awesome. you know for me. Um, it's been well worth coming over. Awesome. Uh, great chance to you know meet new meet new people. Absolutely, absolutely. The great yeah. and the good. Right, yeah. right here, Tom. Great catch up. Love to meet you and hear yeah. this story. It's just the beginnings. Come back on and give us a, like a full proper breakdown. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, at some point. I look I'm forward sure to. I'm sure we'll uh, arrange a, a date to see. I look forward to. It. Thanks. Cheers. Ready.